Brendan Foe Adventure Co. is an immaturely mature podcast. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Now, whoa, 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 welcome back to Friend and Foe Adventure Co. An immaturely mature podcast where content warnings can be found in the episode. Are we stuck in a loop? I'm stuck in a loop. Someone hit me. Help. Help. So I am Riley. I am the Bunker Master. I lead this Borderlands, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, Bunkers and Badasses thing, adventure, wildness, whatever the hell we want it to be, because we are the wild west of podcasting. That's what everybody refers to this podcast as. They're just like, they do whatever the hell they want, and they get away with it because they're so big and popular. Blah, blah, blah. I'm rambling already. So a frivolous fact about Elaspis is that we've done ones about government. Generally, people have tried to implement some sort of government. Like long ago, Geohold kind of had a government and they were trying to like spread and civilize the whole entire place of Elaspis, the, the region, uh, but people really didn't go for it. There wasn't any way to like control them and get them under their thumb. And there was a rebellion and then they ended up doing the whole Council of Turds thing because of that. That way there was like, you know, they're like, we don't respect you, but you play uh, an okay part of the, the role in our society here in this city. But other cities, of course, have their own ways of doing things. So there we go. Frivolous fact. Hello, I'm Phil. I play Tarquin Britstone. And a frivolous fact about him today is that whenever he's reading a book or watching a movie or doing what do movies even exist in this universe? I don't know. But whatever. He is literally incapable of guessing the ending. Just can't do it. Can't work it out at all. So every time he gets to the end, he's like, what? Oh, every single time. Even if he's seen it before. Weird. <laughs> Here's something that may or may not be frivolous at some point, but down in New Albion, there are sort of like TV-esque type things. Their Echo Stones can do projections and whatnot. They're a little more high tech, but here in Alaspis and over in Pandora, Echo Stones are just audio. What did he think of the ending of Kip Kessler and the... Druid's Tomb. Druid's Tomb, yeah. <laughs> it came as a complete surprise all five times he's read it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kimberly, and I play Phaleon. And a frivolous fact about Phaleon is that her favorite flavor combination is peanut butter and chocolate. Oh. Classic. What do they have in Elaspis? Not Reese's Peter. Not Reese's Peter Butter Kerbs. Reese's what? Peter Booger. Peter Booger. He's Peter Booger. What are you trying to ask me? I was trying to come up with a name, an alternate name for Reese's peanut butter cups, but I can't speak. So it's Recess peanut butter cups, and it's made by children on school playgrounds out of just like sand and mud and stuff. <laughs> and then a teacher, teacher saw them doing that and was like, I can do that better. And then quit teaching to become the peanut butter cup manufacturer of the world. But that's literally what being a teacher is, looking at all these kids and going, yeah, literally, I could do that better. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Kyle. I play Mercurius. And Mercurius' frivolous fact for today is that he thoroughly enjoys avant-garde freeform jazz. Can we get a sample? Yeah, it kind of sounds like... <laughs> oh my god, I've heard that one. <laughs> yeah. That one's called Panty Melt. <laughs> Wait, did you say panty melt or patty melt? <laughs> Either or. <laughs> it's freeform. It's whatever. <laughs> yeah, man. It's whatever you whatever you choose to be. <laughs> it sounds even worse when Riley says it because you pronounce the T panty melt. <laughs> panty melt. <laughs> I am Matt. I play good boy, and a frivolous fact about him is that he is afraid of flies. Is there a reason? He thinks they're all spies. Wait, is that why he carries around frogs? To eat <gasps> the flies? Oh. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's all coming together. <laughs> so we are in the middle of taking over... Well, you guys are in the middle of taking over... So I wanted to ask for a little bonus memory, a memory with Bastion. 
the we were in PE at school at the Rand Academy, the boarding school we went to, and we were doing the long jump. Uh, and he landed in the sand pit, but there was broken glass in the sand, and he has a scar on his ass because of that. Oof, rough. And the fond memory is that when it happened, we all laughed. <laughs> <laughs> Did he ever laugh with you eventually about it? Yeah, like once the stitches had like dissolved and come out and that. And yeah. Great. Well, with that, let's go on. Well, actually, before that, last time we ended with the mimic eating tank blossom and then burping out the loot. And so, you know, there's a mimic right there. And of course, you guys would be like, hold up, mimics. We got three mimics around us surrounding us at this point. Let's look at this loot. So off air, I had everybody roll for loot. And here is what they got. Mercurius, you got an epic corrosive vault absorption shield, which is the guild stoker. Capacity 25, recharge 5, and it reduces corrosive damage taken by 1d6. All right. That's pretty cool. A grenade also dropped because you have a relic that drops an additional grenade per loot pile, right? Ah, yes, that mech stockpile relic. Tarquin, you got a rare rubberized radioactive double explosive grenade. It's from the guild Ashen. It does 1d6 damage. It knocks back the enemy one square opposite of the direction the grenade came from and then does another d6 of damage, which at that point would just be splash damage because it would be away from that second explosion. So I just got one of those today. Well, it's going to be, it's a new mod, so it can re- you can replace your old grenade mod with it if you want. Oh, uh, no. And it bounces towards the target until it comes into contact with them. Phaleon, you got a rare longbow cryo blast wave grenade from the guild Pan Goblin. Damage is 1d8 plus 2, and it knocks back enemies. The cryo slows an enemy on hit and then freezes them if they're already slowed. Longbow means you get to ignore the range, so you can just it just directly teleports to your target, so you don't ever have to roll a throw if you're throwing it at an enemy. You don't have to worry about range. Is that a mod too? Yep, and that's a grenade mod, so it would replace your current mod if you want it to. That's up to you. Good Boy got an uncommon lobbed tracking grenade from the guild, alas. It does a damage 1d8 plus 1. So essentially with that one, tracking means that enemies that you hit with that grenade, you will get plus 1 accuracy against for the next two turns. Nice. Radiation damage for you, Phil. Radiation damage ignores shields and goes directly to health. Interesting. How much radiation damage did it do? 1d6, and then it does another 1d6, but that one would be splash damage. I see. It's a grenade, so it would do splash damage on the first explosion and then splash damage on the second one. And all of that damage would go to health instead of shields. Armor, it doesn't ignore. If they have armor, it will hit the armor. But otherwise, bam. Cool. That's pretty good damage for a grenade. Yeah, I was, I'm ignoring about whether to swap it out for the Torg Splash that I've got, but that sweetens the pot somewhat. Yeah. You know, if you swap out your grenade mod, like, can you ever swap back or does it just overwrite so that if I choose the rubber thingy, whatever, the Torg Splash is gone forever? In the game, that's how it works. Technically, in the game, it's like whenever you get, whenever you throw your last grenade, you would re-roll for a new grenade mod. That's how the game does it. But we okay. homebrew it so that you can swap it in and out. Like, So if you get rid of that one, just add it to your backpack, your inventory. Yeah. And then later you could re-equip it if you wanted. Cool. And then um, amongst that other stuff, it dropped a grenade. So there are three grenades total that came out of the loot. If you include Mercurius, I don't know if he wants to put that like in the community pool or if he just wants to keep those two grenades for himself. I'll share. I'll definitely share. Okay. I don't know how everybody's stockpiles are looking. I had none left after our last encounter. Yeah, I have zero. So if I, you know, it was meant because I tried to throw one at the ticket do gate barrier thing and didn't have any, did I? <laughs> yeah. The last item is a legendary shotgun called the rock gun, which is what Tank Blossom was using. And that thing has some really sweet stats. I sent it in the Discord to you guys. 
but essentially it's it's a little more powerful shotgun and it has red text that says we will we will dot 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 shotgun shotgun yeah Not we will. rock you yeah <laughs> we <laughs> will we will shotgun <laughs> and it is furior so on a swap reload you would do 1d12 grenade damage but it also has minus 1 accuracy and you guys get to pick who gets that rock gun and divvy up the three grenades. I'm at full capacity, so I'm I don't need to take any. I can't take any. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I am too. All right, well we'll slice we'll slice one in half. <laughs> <laughs> All right, both of you take 1d8 damage. Whichever <laughs> one says not to cut the grenade in half was the real mother. <laughs> oh, wow, you're so wise. <laughs> no wonder he's the king. I mean the mayor. Yeah. In reality, he's just really sad he didn't get to cut a baby in half. <laughs> the dark Man. truth. That's right. Scripture exposed. <laughs> My whole weekend's ruined. I wanted to saw that baby in half. Nobody <laughs> lets me do anything. You use grenades pretty frequently, don't you? I mean, only for shenanigans. Not really. <laughs> yeah. And everybody likes your shenanigans. So I think you can take two and I will take one. Well, I think you get there. Yeah. What about the rock gun? Anyone want the rock gun? That has got to be a good boy, I think. I vote good boy. Does anyone specialize in shotguns? I believe good boy has a preferred shotgun. All right. I mean, I'll take it. Nobody else wants it. Great. Hi, it's me, Frigid the Mimic. I'm just here being a fridge in Montpelier. They plugged me into this wall outlet that kept me leashed and made me be a real server. I, I just had to store food and not consume it. Oh, shucks, howdy, that really sucked. And then I got to eat this guy, Tank Blossom, executive, real racist turd bucket. He just sucked, sucked absolute fridge, if you know what I mean. This other dude wearing a hat, he turned into a mimic because I'm wearing Tank's hat, I guess. That's some weird stuff, but whatever, more mimics. You know the saying, the more mimic, mimics, the merrier, is definitely a saying we say among mimics. Uh, there's also a chair named Cher. Oh, and that guy's original. I ate Tank after these other folks here weakened him up, killed him pretty much, and then I burped out the loot, and you all heard that how that went. They all got loot. Isn't that great? Well, here we are, now in the present. I guess I'll talk to these guys. Hey, don't kill me. I know you were kind of shooting me and stuff, but... You know, this guy's the real bastard, and now I'm unleashed, and it, I, I don't have to be a mean to you guys. Holy shit, a talking mimic. What do you mean? Uh, holy shit, we're all talking mimics. The name's Frigid. But the last mimic we met, all mimics, didn't talk. Did you try to talk to it? To be fair, no. To be fair, that kind of makes you a monster. Uh, says you, you're literally a fridge with teeth. So, I mean, I could be other things. I could with, be with anything teeth. I want with, with teeth. teeth. Yeah. Just saying, I mean, just like everyone has a different definition of monster. So like, mm, I don't know. I wouldn't throw that term around if I were you. Are you like some fleshy bone bag with teeth? It's true. Yeah, I am. So by your own definition, you're a monster. Your mum's a monster. In bed. Oh. <laughs> she is a bed. She is a bed. She's a bed mimic. How did you know my mom was a bed mimic? <laughs> so, yeah, if you just let me and my new friends here, Friginald. And Friginald comes into the door and he's like, oh, hey, uh, I guess I'm a mimic now. That's weird. And then Cher is, I was never plugged in, but they have my family and I didn't want them to kill my family. So I just sat here as a chair for them. The couch and the other chair aren't mimics. Don't know why they couldn't just get a normal chair instead of me. Um... Okay, well done. You're free to go. Wait, no. Do you know anything useful? This is the executive lounge, right? Have you, like, overheard any, like, cool executive goss? Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, the executives he hang out here. Yeah, there was Tank and then the other three. They hang out in here. <laughs> Who are the other three? Thadium Frills is the wind sorcerer. Wind executive. <laughs> if you know what I mean, he's real good at passing wind. <laughs> Fart joke. Can mimics fart? They must have... Right, if they've got mouths and they can eat, they must have the other end as well. They've got to have a whole digestive system, right? It stands to reason. And it literally burped out loot. <laughs> Do you want to ask these mimics if they have a beehole? 
<laughs> or should we not do that? That's weird. Let's not do that. Well, it, it burped out the loop because, you know, it was like it, it ate tank and then it had to go somewhere. So maybe it d- doesn't shit. Because no, because if they did, ev- like every couple of days, the executives would walk in and be like, why is there shit on the floor again? I had the fridge pooped. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that is unsanitary. And then there's Karen Aaron, who is the flame sorcerer. And then the ice water one is Walter Wiggly form. Oh, hey, there's actually one more. It's like a healing one. And uh, that one is Henry Hinkler. Do you know like where they are? Are we going to have to fight them as well? They seem like pretty loyal Montpellier executives. You know, they want to climb that ladder and get up you know, up there. And so I, I don't know. What's your, what are you doing here? Did you just come here to kill tank? Sounded like you guys were doing some sort of hostile takeover. Like, I appreciate that you've literally just like expositioned a load of stuff for us, but do we really want to tell our whole plan to a fridge? No, I'm not a fridge. I'm a, I'm a mimic. Okay. We aren't what we are. All right. Is she still wearing the hat? Yeah. She's still wearing the hat. Is that important? Phelion? Does that mean she's like, 10% 10% more trustworthy with the hat on. <laughs> no, I thought the hat was magic, magical. Yeah, she is wearing the large wizard-like hat that has some tech integrated into it as well. Uh, and then that smaller, oh, what was the, what was, oh, it's Friginal. He turned into a fridge, yeah. A mini fridge. That was Friginald's is wearing a smaller version of that hat. I mean, they did, they did help us, uh, Munch and crunch the tank blossom and also scared the other guys away. And Cher's like, I'm sorry that I bit somebody. Uh, you know, that's that's not me. I was just excited by all the shooting. And What would happen if we wore the hats? Would anything happen? Put it on. Put it on. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of fond of this hat. Yeah, but like we're your new best friends. Like you could at least let like Phelion just try it on just to see how it looks just for like a selfie. Roll a talk check. That would be a three. I just sort of like point and go, but hat. (laughs) (laughs) This has kind of become like iconic Frigid, I feel like, you know, Frigid with the hat. You know, it's Frigid because she's wearing that fancy hat. It's also kind of a trophy I get because that tank guy was the worst. He ate the most. So we had to serve him the most. I had to serve him all sorts of food out of my tummy wummy and not digest it for him. So I'm keeping this trophy. Was this stuff in the fridge real stuff? Or is that like part of you as a mimic? Oh, that would be gross if I was feeding him me. Ew. Sorry. No, they would store stuff in me like a chest, like a fridge, and then they would make me give it out to them. They would just come up and it's almost like, look, over there, there's literally vending machines that they could get shit out of. But no, they got to store it inside me. So if someone like left the milk in there past its sell by date, and would that like make you sick? No, it's in a container. Uh, okay, thanks. Hey, no problem. Original's like, hey, uh, you know, I, I've got my hat. You, you don't want that, do you? No one gives a fuck about your hat, Friginald. Okay, thanks for talking to me. This is kind of weird for me, but you know, whatever. Used to be able to do like earth magic and stuff, but now I'm just a fridge. You were like a regular guy a minute ago. Yeah, this was weird. And I was starting to feel real hungry, but I feel okay now. Don't be so hard on yourself. Keeping things like at a nice, cool temperature is in itself a form of magic. Bridget chimes in. It's, it's not that easy, okay? Like, he's a new fridge. He's got to learn how to manage those temperatures. You'll get there, though, Friginal. Under my leadership, I will get you there. Call me Sensei Frigid. Okay, Sensei Frigid, you got it. Looking forward to being able to store... We don't actually have to store things anymore. We can eat things. So we're not under the Montpellier thumb anymore. If you, <laughs> you know, you know. Yeah, I know. I've worked for them for a couple of years now. And <laughs> they told me there's momentum. There's ways to get up in the company. You just got to work your way up. And now they just gave me this hat. And then I just slave away. There's no upward momentum here. Upward mobility. That's just corporate talk for be a, be a cog in their machine. Am I right? Am I right? 
looks around really awkwardly as none of you say anything. But I guess I'm alone. Did they tell you, like, we're not just a team, we're a family? They did say that. That's literally one of the posters. Other corporate platitudes that mean nothing? There's no I in team, but there is in fridge. (gasps) (laughs) Oh, my freezer just exploded. Which is the top portion of me. I assume that's like my brain exploding. You just blew my freezer box. Would you wait until we leave to start blowing each other's freezer boxes? Yeah, I guess we can. So anyway, you guys are what? You're looking to take over, right? You're doing this hostile takeover. Rad. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, yeah. Yeah, we're doing that. Yeah, there's four other executives, and then there's Bastion. I didn't. We really just saw him walk by. He didn't even interact much with the with those people. He was kind of standoffish and distant. It, with, to your mimic knowledge, because obviously that fight with Tank Blossom was quite uh, exerting. Is would there if we asked you if there's a way to take over this company without having to fight the others? What would you tell us? Listen. I'm just a mimic fridge named Fridget. I don't know anything about strategy or anything. All I know is that they all kind of head their departments. Some of them work in different buildings. Henry Hinkler, he's in charge of the the disinfection station, I guess, the, whatever it is, sanitizing things. Uh, Tank here, he was in charge of the filtration system. Ooh, I have a question for Fridget. Yeah. Do you know if they have any, uh, like, hostages, prisoners kicking around? Oh, yeah, totally. Four other Vault Hunters came in this morning, I guess, and that's when Tank came in. He was like, oh, I've got work to do, and I don't want to be here. I guess he got kicked out of his area, so he was on forced break or something. Huh. So they are, they're, keeping, they're keeping their prisoners wherever Tank was in charge of, which was filtration. How much do we care about those guys? I mean, I know not a lot, but it could help in a firefight. I suppose we could go down to filtration and sort of see what the situation is. I have two final questions for Fridget. Yes. Number one, where is filtration, please? The hell if I know I'm in here all the time. Cool. It's not in this building. Number two, your name is Fridget, but you're not always a fridge, are you? So isn't that a bit weird? What if you were a table? Oh, that's a good point. Uh... I guess I would still be Frigid, but I'd be Frigid the table? Okay, cool, thanks. My name doesn't change. Oh, this is tripping me out. That'd really be a bummer, though. Like, is Frigid such a good name for a fridge? Yeah, I guess that's why I chose to be a Frigid. My mom, Bedlam, chose a bed. <laughs> Bedlam. And my dad, butt plug. <laughs> <laughs> How did they meet? <laughs> It seems pretty obvious to me. <laughs> Wait, while everyone's talking, can I try and sneak and get the hat? Yeah, roll a sneak check. Okay. That's a nat 20 plus <gasps> three. 20. <gasps> yeah, so Frigid, it's out of the counter space that it was between and facing south. You were like in front and to the side a little bit. So go ahead and describe how you sneak up and take the hat. Well, since I rolled a nat 20, I feel like I could be fancy. Abs- you literally can do whatever you want. What's that? Is it called the grapevine where you like shuffle your feet? Is that what that's called? Like a dance move? Yeah. Isn't it where you, you cross over? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to do that. And then I'm just going to yank the hat sneakily. I would say she doesn't even notice because of a nat 20. Like, you're behind her and you take the hat. And I just, like, hide it behind my back. I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but I have it now. Yes, you do. So you're just, are you just, like, hiding it behind your back? You can store it, like, in your inventory, your backpack, whatever it is. Yep, I do that. Everyone's got inventory space. You know what it is? It's your echo stone. Your echo stone can, like store things in it sort of just magically it's just like you put it there and then it digitizes it it magicizes it and then stores it inside the stone yeah i put it in that your echo storage space yeah you have it if you shout into your echo storage space does it echo back at you like hello hello (laughs) only when you retrieve it oh okay right on yeah 
delayed. That's just <laughs> like record. That. That's literally just recording. <laughs> like that's pressing record and then playing it back later. So yeah, the answer is definitely yes. Is the, is it infinite storage? It's not infinite storage. Could I fit like a guard in there? No. There's certain things that it won't do. I was going to say, we could just literally win every fight. Oh, oh, Tank Blossom. Yeah, get in my fucking stone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's inanimate objects. That's it. And it's not unlimited. And really what it's doing is it's essentially doing the fast travel to it and storing it in another location. And then when you pull it out, you're fast traveling it back into your hand. I see. Thanks for the science part. You're welcome. Push up my glasses. All right. Fridge is just like, well, uh, sorry, I couldn't be of more help to you. Your guys' shields have definitely recharged, by the way. But your health is still whatever it was at. No, you have been a great help and a pleasure to work with, Bridget. Thank you very much. Thank you for freeing me and share. And now a new member, Fred Friginald. Fred Friginald. Fred Friginald. My my original name was Fred, but it felt right to change it to Friginald. So that that works. Fred Friginald. Yeah, that's fair. Fair Fred Friginald. That's what they call me now. Right, guys? And Cher looks real awkward. I mean, it doesn't really have a face. It's just a cushion, like the seat right in, in between the seat and the bottom part is is the mouth. But it you can sense uncomfortable. Oh, you know, like when someone's ass print is in it, in the cushion. Those would be the eyes. Oh, yeah. Are we free to go? You guys don't need us, right? If you're taking over this place, hey, maybe we can work for you. But like, be paid and treated fairly. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh. Wait, you're serious. Let me laugh even harder. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. I don't know if you guys are worse, better. Uh, yeah, probably not a whole lot better. Can you, like, mimic yourself into something useful, like one of those giant ice drill things outside? I mean, our relative shape and size is, is, isn't that changeable. I would be less dense as I get bigger and more dense as I get smaller. Okay, like, the more I talk to you, the less, like, awe-inspiring and mystical you are, so I think we're just gonna leave. Am I ruining the mysticism of mimics? Yes, absolutely. That was some good alliteration. Okay, well, uh, yeah, I guess we'll just kind of hang out here. Mimic party! Okay, and we will fuck off and find filtration. Okay, bye! 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 Alright, uh, you guys are leaving? Yeah, friend and foe adventure co out! I think I left like 30 minutes ago. Oh shit, where's Good Boy? Like, I haven't been here for this whole conversation. <laughs> yeah, you guys go out the door and back into that foyer. Good Boy, are you in there? Yeah. What are you doing in there? Pulling up floorboards. Damn, he's already getting on the renovations. You really are confident that we're going to get away with this whole hostile takeover thing, huh? Oh, yeah. I was thinking maybe like some nice linoleum. Uh, we were going to we were gonna go see if we could... Talk to Matthias or break him out or something. What do you think? For some reason, I thought he was dead. He's not dead, right? We he just he came here to get himself, or they came here to get themselves kidnapped. All of them, all four of them. But none of us would mind if he was dead, right? It's not a concern that we have, is it? Yeah, I mean, not particularly. I mean, I honestly forgot who that was for a minute. So wasn't there like a brew you coin situation? Yes, I used my little gadget box thing. To replace their BU coins. Although it only worked, I can't remember who it worked on and who it didn't work on. Okay. Technically, you guys wouldn't know who it worked on. That's true. So we'll have to shoot them all and just (laughs) see which ones come back. Okay, is there like a map that tells us where the filtration department is? Is there like a, you know, like in a hospital where it's like this way to orthopedic? Is there one of those? Oh, yeah, roll a search check. You are here. Not twenty. No. Wait, no. Can it be under the floorboards that Good Boy has prized? He <laughs> 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 found all the original building plans. Excellent. Yeah, he he pulls that up, and it's etched into stone underneath. And what you see is the layout. They kind of were laid out like a five pips on a die, right? And so the lower left one, it says flocculation and daff. The upper left one is filtration. The upper right one is disinfection. The lower right one is distribution and storage. And then the center one is where it says you are here. So upper left to filtration, if that's where um, Bridget said that the prisoners were. Yeah. 
Sounds good. I do want to find out what flocculation is. <laughs> I do. I'm very curious. I don't know what flocculation means. But I guess we can we can do that on the way out. I think flocculation sounds like more of a party sport. So we get the others and then we all go get flocculated. Self-flocculation. Man, maybe we're not cut out to, to run this, this water facility. We don't even know what flocculation is. Should have asked Frigid. Well, let's uh, let's go get the prisoners then, and then we can find out what exactly, exactly, what exactly <laughs> flocculation and daff means. Yes. 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 Let's con- continue to the other building. <laughs> no. <laughs> For our mid-show promo swap, I'm going to plug. Organized Fun, which is Phil's podcast, organized with an S because he's British. Episode four of our Teens in Space adventure just came out. It has been so much fun playing that with him GMing. Phil is GMing that. Allison, who plays Lucinda on this show, is playing Meredith. I am in there, and I am playing Jack Sarian, who is a lizard-type folk. It is just such a blast getting to play with this system. I made a playlist on Spotify. The link will be in the episode description. His show is mainly reviewing board games or little side episodes where they'll do something else. So this playlist on Spotify will help you be able to just binge those four without having to look through the others. Or you could listen to all the others because they are great. I listen to every episode. So organized fun. I was expecting you yesterday. Is that pizza I smell? No. <laughs> does your watch have the day on it? Why does the time matter if it was yesterday? A Thraxis commander always knows exactly when it is. We're very punctual. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not doing. We're not doing that joke again. We're not doing that joke. Wait, wait. <clears throat> Are you questioning my reasoning, lizard? No, no. I was just wondering. You know, you you were looking at a watch. I didn't know if. It told the day or the time i think that we would be on time if this was another planet though you know like it's it's uh, it's yesterday somewhere i do not like you <laughs> oh no come on hey don't be like that we could be buddies this insolence will be reflected in your pay middle of the episode we're going to continue that listener question from Aaron mill he asked to the players how did you come up with your vault hunter the reason why you went that way in the first place the last two episodes have been kyle talking about Mercurius, Matt talking about Good Boy, and this time we've got Kimmy talking about Phaleon, as well as a couple of other questions that came up. So here you go. I, when we played the first Borderlands, I played Mordecai and I really liked how he had a bird. I believe it was Bloodwing first, is it? Or is that when it changes? It's Bloodwing. Okay. So I really liked that he had an animal companion, but I also liked the idea of having a siren and being able to do like siren capabilities and Riley created a special class for me so that I could have an animal companion and also be a siren I just mix those two together I really like birds so I chose a bird as companion and a hummingbird I thought would be funny because they're small I originally told you you could do a cat yeah but I, I, I really wanted to do a bird. I feel like that's more, they can do more, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. I loved that it was a, you know, a hummingbird too, named Pigeon. Little behind the scenes thing here is that even with Kimmy, she wasn't 100% sure if she even wanted to do the podcast literally until like moments before we recorded the first episode even. I was so nervous. Like, I didn't know how to do it. I've never really, I've like done little here and there like D&D things, but they've been like, an hour long and I never finished the story yeah. type of thing. So I wasn't sure exactly how to play, but I feel like I've gotten better. And I feel like in real life, I'm I'm fairly sassy and I involved that in Phaleon, but she's also a lot more sassy than I am in real life. And she says things that I probably wouldn't say in real life. So it's nice to be able to have that outlet of like, hey, like I'm a little more sassy now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you, I remember a couple of conversations early on where you're like oh that I don't want to be like sassy I don't want to be too mean or anything and I was like babe people love it every (laughs) time you do something sassy like whenever something sassy slips up people like freak out because it's so funny or like 
they love it. So I'm glad that she's gotten like more and more sassy yeah. as you've gotten more comfortable playing her. And maybe even as she's like gotten comfortable with the group, right? Like exactly, almost character growth there. Um, do you feel like there was an episode for you that Phelion clicked for a moment? I was trying to think of a moment. Um, I feel like my favorite moment is when I put on the nail polish and bitch slapped. Oh, who was it? Elena. The siren. Oh, it was Elena. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that was like my favorite moment for Phelion. I don't know if that's really like her defining moment, but it was an enjoyable episode. Nice. That's good. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite moment, Matt and Kyle, as your characters? For me, I'd have to say either when I got the tie-dye shirt or when we were trying to get into the Sheriff-torium. Oh, gosh, both. Yeah, both were great. Yeah, you had some really good early on stuff for sure and later stuff too, but like... Yeah, it's all gone downhill since then for me. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. It's gotten less and less funny. No, no, definitely not true. (laughs) But I think... I tell people that episode one and two, I enjoy them fine. Like that's even the tight eye thing I thought was like funny and stuff because that's episode two. But episode three is when you do the like, I'm the same guy as before, you know, like and to me, like a lot of people, I think, who get to that episode, we have we've had some people stop at like episode two. And I'm just like, if you give it one more episode, like (laughs) (laughs) episode three is so freaking funny because of that stuff so cool those are good ones Kyle did you come up with one I love the sheriff Torium uh, mine's gotta be the noir bit oh my gosh yeah <laughs> <laughs> very very proud of that by far that that's like one of the funniest things in the whole podcast <laughs> I had to mute myself because I was like cry laughing it was it was terrible we all we all were just pissing ourselves yeah I think literally every single one of us muted and we like if I recorded the video here, we it would have just been like tears and oh. Kyle avoiding looking at the screen, like looking at <laughs> us on camera. <laughs> just look at the script. Just read the read the damn script. Yeah, and you did it so good. I listened to that one at work, and uh, it was another one of those situations where I'm barely keeping it together, and everybody's like, "What's so funny?" And I'm like, "I can't even begin to explain." <laughs> it's like. Do you have like 40 episodes worth of time we could go through this? <laughs> uh. We'll stop right there. And then next time you'll get Phil talking about Tarquin. You guys go to the front door and you can hear a bit of commotion behind it. What kind of co- commotion? Does anyone have like a, a tumbler that we can like listen to? Listen with? Listen through. How'd you find out about my Tumblr? Well, you were always <laughs> drinking out of it. <laughs> or did you mean like the website? I was talking about the website. <laughs> oh, yeah. Erotic poems about robots. <laughs> yeah. That's where I write all my <laughs> robot fan fiction. Let's just open the door. <laughs> How are you opening it? Are you just opening it like normal? Someone describe opening the door. I put both hands behind my back and I stick my tongue out and I try and push the door open with my tongue. Uh, I guess interact check because that's not normal. (laughs) (laughs) It's a dirty 20. Okay, yeah, you managed to open it up with your tongue. Thank God it wasn't a pull door. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was was an automatic door. (laughs) (laughs) Pull door? I hardly know what. (laughs) As you open the door, about 30 squares in front of you, you see a lot of Montpellier guards and other employees kind of gathered around. Some of them are lifting debris off of the what used to be the like little guard shack, the little post, whatever that you guys had to go through and talk to that one guy. And you blew it up and they're like, oh, what happened, man? What happened? Some people came and they blew it up. Hang on, I'm confused. Where are we? What door did I just open? The front door. The front door of the middle building to go outside and then across to the um, filtration building or the front door of the filtration building. The front door of the middle building, the executive lounge and bastions. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you guys are leaving there and because you blew up that 
little post station, there are a, quite a few people around. They're pretty busy. They're preoccupied. We could just walk right by them. <laughs> Nonchalant. Is there like debris and shit on the floor? Not directly in front of you. No, it, I mean, it wasn't that big of a, a little station, right? It's just one of those little posts where, you know, maybe one or two people could be inside. Are we still wearing those uniforms that we stole? feel like you guys took them off because you realized, oh, I could just say I was here looking for Bastion or wanted to talk to Bastion. Oh, yeah. Well, then we can just use that. Let's just carry on walking like we we have a purpose. If anyone asks, we'll just be like, yeah, we're here to speak to Bastion. Hope nobody recognizes us. I'm, I'm game. So you're on the south side of the building, which means you're going to go west to that side because northwest is where the filtration building is. That's what your plan is, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to roll just to see what their kind of like perception is. Oh boy, I rolled a 19. The guy that is coming out of the guard shack is looking around a little hazy and looks over there and he says, I think that's the people that, that's the people that blew up my shack. No, it isn't. Everybody looks over towards you. (laughs) I look behind us, point at us. Like, you talking to us? You talking to me? And at that point, you guys are right on the other side of the executive lounge, and there's part of a couch coming out of the wall because of Tank, like, disheveling the ground, and he projected some of that out of the wall. I'm pretty sure they're inside there. They they killed Tank. That's them. Get them. They were, they were wearing guard uniforms, probably, is what I thought you said. <laughs> That's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you say that? I thought you said that. I swear when you said, look, there's there's the people who were definitely wearing guard uniforms when they blew up the guard shack. The guards are starting and employees are starting to, like, take out their guns and start to run towards you. I'm going to hold up my hands and be like, whoa, let's just think about this. If you've got it wrong and you, like, stop moving all that rubble and shit and doing what you're supposed to, your boss is going to be really angry at you that that's not being fixed because you stopped to what? Chase some guys that you thought blew up the shed? Yeah, I don't think so. I think probably just get back to what you're told to be doing, yeah? Uh, roll a talk check. Ooh! That's a critical fail. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> They're also roughly 30 squares away. A little closer at this point, so they hear... Yeah, and so they are closing in on you closer and closer. I'm going to roll. Oh, they rolled a two. So they are, a couple of them start shooting, but it is hitting very far left and right and above you. These guys make stormtroopers look accurate. Ha! You guys make stormtroopers look accurate. Zing. That was a good zinger. Thank you. Okay, if they're 30 squares away... Is that enough time for us to just run around the corner and go to the filtration building? Like, how big's the compound? Wait, which way's Flagellation and Daft Punk? <laughs> Pretty much directly west from you. So, Flagellation and Daft is the closest building, and then the filtration is a little bit further north. So, depending on what you roll on a traverse check. <laughs> All right, which way are we going? Just away? Whichever way is the most conveniently away? Are we bravely, bravely running away? Do we all need to roll a traverse or? I'll make it roll like a badass roll almost where we're not going to do a badass roll, but we'll make it the collective and see if you guys do it. So even if somebody gets like a nat one, it still potentially could succeed. I got a 10. Oh, no. Tell a lie. I got an 11. I got a 12. I got 10. Got 21. Ooh, nice roll. Well, good boy there carrying you all. Literally. He's he's strong enough to do it. Yeah, the target there, I put it at 12 difficulty for the four of you times four, so 48. So you guys, you collectively rolled 54. Ooh, can they see the door to the flocculation building? Like from where the guards are coming, running towards us, can they see the door to flocculation? You don't know, I guess. Uh, Like, roll me a search. Uh, 16. As you're running, you don't see a door on that east-facing wall, but when you get to the north-facing wall, you can see a door, and you would know that they don't—they can't necessarily see that door. Okay, I'm going to. Well, the other like we're, we're running to filtration, but I'm going to open the door to flocculation so that the guards think we went in there. Smart. 
So instead of running northwest, you're just running west. Was I like, alright, so I'm literally, I'm going to run to the door, pull the door open, but not go through it, and then carry on running north to um, filtration. So that when the guards get there, they see the open door and like, duh, they must have gone in there. Even though it's the north facing wall, so they would see you running north? What if we just like ran around the corner, hid on the other side of the building? So then you you open the door, go and hide on the west side of the building around the corner and wait for them to clear. I thought they were coming from the south. They're coming, yeah, I mean, south center. Yeah, but if it's done like the five pips on a dice and we're on the, the door is on the north side of the lower one, if I then run north, they won't see me because I'll be blocked by the building. What you're thinking is that they would come up and then just look directly left. But if you're north of that building, they'll see you running before they ever see the door open. How many squares between the uh, lower left building and the upper left building? About a hundred. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, they're not like, they're not super duper close. And you can see pipes kind of connecting them too. There's pipes kind of lower towards the ground, but pipes up or above as, as well that you can just walk under. I mean, obviously, if there's flocculation, you're going to need a lot of pipes. Whatever, I've committed now. I'll open the door. If the guards see us run in, who cares? Maybe the people in flocculation will get like a cold or something from the draft. Good boy had the idea of hiding around the corner of the building. Of course, if they're running up from the south, they're going to be able to see both sides of the building as they come around. Why don't we just no, they'll hang be out heading, until they get close? Essentially, they're heading like northwest to towards the building. Okay, so we open the door on the north side and kind of sneak our way around the west side. So we just have to time it so that we circle around the building at the same time they are on the opposite side. That's a good plan. And then they'll see the open door to flocculation, they'll go into flocculation, and then we close the door and we put a broom or some such over the door, thus trapping them in flocculation forever. I'll sign off on it. That, uh, that gets my seal of approval. Yep. Yep. Yes. I would say, you know, you rolled high enough on your traverse that you have a decent lead on them. Let's roll a interact. Tarquin, you're the one opening the door. It's your idea. Oh, not 28. Okay, perfect. You, as you, you don't even stop running by it. You I just open the shit out of that door. Bro, you opened <laughs> the fuck out of that door with your tongue, probably. Ladies. Yeah. Yeah, so as you're passing by, you open it up, and then you guys all run around, and you get behind that wall, go around that corner just in time as you hear the guards running, and you hear one of them yell, oh, the open door to the flocculation area. We definitely know what that is, because we work here. Let's go check it out. They're so screwed. You hear them go in there, and then they shut the... Yeah, the last one in shuts the door behind them. Is there anything around with which we can block the door? Roll me a search check. Shit, six. Did good boy bring some flooring? Yeah, I mean, I you gotta carry around some samples, right? Good boy, roll me a search check. Another 21, 19 plus two. You brought a couple of them with you. Some of them were weaker than others, you know, or broken as you tore them up, but you find a pretty solid one. I'm gonna jam the door shut somehow. Okay, interact check. Oh, dang. That's another 21, 19 Holy plus two again. Good. <laughs> it's three 21s in a row. You should play blackjack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you put the board so that it's like leaning underneath the door handle and then down into the ground. So when they try and push it open, it's leveraged in there really well. That works, right? I'd say so. Do we continue to filtration? Now let's hang out here for a bit. <laughs> Light the flocculation building on fire. What's it made of? It's weird. It's made out of like just gasoline trapped between cardboard <laughs> <laughs> so odd it's it's wow. a necessary part of flocculation yeah i mean you can't flocculate unless your building's made entirely out of gasoline cardboard <laughs> gasoline soaked cardboard <laughs> but for real let's let's go <laughs> Okay, yeah. I mean, you guys were kind of doing some shenanigans there. Roll me a... Uh, everyone just roll me a search check, but without any bonuses. 13. I also got a 13. 15. 15. Mercurius and Phaleon, as you guys start to head back north, uh, you can see, you know, roughly where the building is. You see people start coming out of there. 
kind of in a hurry running more, not towards you guys directly, but heading towards the center building. Oh shit. Um, pretty open field in between us and them, I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah. They haven't seen you yet or anything. If you want, the two of you can roll insight. Yeah. Net one. <laughs> Ten. Yeah. You're not exactly sure, you know, what they're doing. Neither one of you. Who? I mean, you just see them running, not directly towards you, but a little bit more like southeast of you. But you know that you're in their line of sight or that they would see you as they get closer. Can we just like drop to the floor? Just lie on the ground? Play dead? Are we we playing possum? (laughs) (laughs) What color is the ground? What color am I? I mean, yeah, you have your dark blue cloak. Good boy's got orange pants and a tie-dye shirt. It is dark, though. You guys did wait until a little bit later. That's right. It's dusky. Yeah, we could all just hit the dirt and hope for the best. You do that Do that Sam and Frodo thing where you pull your cloak <laughs> over you and you look like a rock. Let's see if they're preoccupied. They're obviously, like, running with a purpose, right? So they're probably not going to be looking around for people lying on the floor. They're just going to be like, hey, let's get where we're going to go. They're running with a purpose like the uruk when they were hauling Merry and Pippin back to Isengard. Absolutely. What is with the Lord of the Rings right now? I, I don't care what anyone else is doing. I'm dropping to the floor and pulling my cloak over me. That's fair. I'll do the same, but I don't have a cloak, so I'll just kind of put my tie up over my head. I just lift up the edge of my cloak and, and beckon. Come on in, children. Do I have a cloak? I don't think so. I feel like I want to take the hat out and just, yes. like, put it over my face. Like... Like I'm a sleeping worker. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to lay down. Roll me sneak checks, everybody. We'll do another collective check, which is going to be the same difficulty. So 48. God, critical fail. Oh, I got 11. 22. Uh, 18 for me. You guys got a 52. Wow. So they're running and they see a rock and they're like, that blue rock looks weird, but whatever. And they keep running. <laughs> and there's just a couple of them. Not very many. There's five of them running that way. Uh, And as they pass, two of them look vaguely familiar, like they were maybe those two guards that ran away and said, let's go get help. Oh, yeah, I remember those guys. Hey, guys, how's it going? No, I I do not do that. Intrusive thoughts one. Oh, my goodness. Uh, All right, so roll for initiative. No, um, (laughs) they pass by and you are in the clear. Cool. I mean, there was only five of them. We could have taken them. Might as well save our strength, though. Continue heading north? Yeah, let's continue heading north. (laughs) (laughs) You all are going north, and the closer you get, you hear some noises coming out of there. Uh, It sounds a little bit like combat. You hear what sounds like some sort of beasts inside it. Gunshots, screaming, yelling. Guys, it sounds like Matthias has got this under control. Maybe we should just go. (laughs) Really? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, it sounds like they're losing and getting ripped apart. And that's why I think we should leave them to it. Yeah, that's right. You want him to die. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, have a, I don't have a horse in this fight, a dog in this race. Uh, you know, I don't care what we do. <laughs> <laughs> a horse in this fight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ugh, should we go help then? Good. Or we could go fight a different thing. Or we could go fight this thing. Wait, fight what then? The wizard. Mm. Is there a wizard in here? No, this was where Tank Blossom came from. What are they fighting? No, I'm curious. Well, let's just go inside. Let's go in. Yeah, it's going to keep me up at night if we don't figure out what this is. I'll open the door this time if you guys want. I'll just use my hands like a regular guy. What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not as brave as you are. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's the last time you're coming under my cloak. Hey, you promised you wouldn't tell them what happened under your cloak. <laughs> well, I gotta gotta explain the stains somehow. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. There is a door pretty dead center in the building. On the south wall, you know, as far as you see. Are there any windows? No. No windows, damn. I was thinking dynamic entry, just Superman jumped through one of them. It would have been cool. Okay. Everybody ready? Yes. Ready. Are we stacking up by the door? Ooh, stack up. I love that. We're stacking up. Stacking up. Gonna slice the pie. Yeah, it's it's like SWAT team. SWAT team six. Rainbow six. SWAT team rainbows. <laughs> SWAT SWAT rainbows. Alright, I 
grasp the handle of the door with my left hand and twist it and open. Uh, are you all just bursting in? Is that the plan? Are you trying to sneak in? <laughs> yeah, we're going to stack up and then just casually walk in. <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I like that idea. Like a professional SWAT team and then just open the door and saunter. Da-dee-da. You guys went to day one, hour one, and left before they did the opening the door and entering and clearing a room. Yeah, we figured we got stack up. What else do you really need? Not a problem. You guys have stacked up on the door. You're ready to go in. You open the door, you casually saunter in, and the chaos that you behold is unbelievable. On the far end, you can see Bastion. And there are four chairs with people tied up in them. In one of the chairs sits a dead body of someone familiar. But that's not the chaos that you're beholding. I'm getting ahead of myself. For what you really behold first is, it is full of ravenous mimics and Montpellier employees biting one another. Yeah, should we just like go back outside and wait until the mimics have killed all the guards? Hello, badasses. I know that that was a pretty short episode, but that cliffhanger felt really good. And so the second part of this session, we are going to put out in a week. Life has been pretty busy for me, and so I didn't get as much time to edit. And I didn't want to rush editing the second part and getting sound effects and everything. So you can look forward to that sooner than usual. So in a week, part two of this will come out. It'll be It'll be a shorter one, too. And then after that, we should be able to go back to every other week. As well as for Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving, we may have a little Patreon-exclusive episode that's out. So we are starting our Patreon, which is really exciting. If, if you've supported us in some sort of way, you don't need to sign up for that Patreon at first. Just reach out to me at ffadventureco at gmail.com and show us how you've supported us. Tell us who you are and where it was that you supported us with gold money or digital currency, however it is. And when we put it out on Patreon, we'll send you a link so that you can listen to that episode without having to subscribe to the Patreon right away. Just as a thank you for supporting us early on before we really had any sort of benefits there. And then we'll eventually start putting out monthly content. And that will usually be like us playing a different RPG or somebody else or somebody else GMing or BMing for us. I've got a really exciting thing planned uh, for Patreons. Oh, I like, I'm, I'm super excited. I'm going to be able to play as a player and we'll have a guest BM that I'll announce in a little bit. But you should all be very, very excited for that. Other ways you can support us without having to throw cash at our face is writing reviews, sharing us on social media. We really appreciate that. I'll read reviews here online wherever I see them. If if you're in another country and you've written a review and you haven't heard us read it, that's because I don't always get the reviews. Like I can only see American ones on Apple Podcasts. So you could screenshot it and send it to us. Um, I'm hoping to find better ways that I can just see those reviews in other countries. But, But thank you if you've rated it, reviewed it, shared it. Continue to do that and help us grow. So again, the next episode will come out on the 21st. And then hopefully we'll go back to releasing every other week. It is the holidays, which sometimes means life gets busier, but also for me, it gets a little less busy in some ways. So hopefully I'll be able to still keep up with that every other week, but we will keep you posted and updated on that. One more thing that I want to touch on is November and December can be really, really hard emotionally, mentally for people as there's a lot of like family things or uh, stresses, weather gets cold or whatever it is. Our bodies are just weird or we get depressed. I We all understand. A lot of us here at Friend and Foe, we have some sort of mental health problem or issues. And, uh, and we just want to tell you guys that we love you. We want you to be happy and survive. Sometimes that's all you can do when you get depressed is just survive and, you know, do what you need to do to cope. Play video games, listen to friend info, you know, binge us again, and uh, and hopefully we can make you laugh and have some fun. Uh, you know, that's a lot of what we want to do is tell some good, cool story. And if you need anything, reach out to us. You know, we uh, we really do care about you. Whether you're caught up on the show, stop listening, whatever it is, we just want you to be well. Take care of yourselves. All right, and with that, 
Bon voyage, badasses. The Hunter I'll watch you back if you watch mine The Hunter Those bandits better run and hide You got your 27 I love it when she says a frivolous fact about Phaleon. It's fantastic. <laughs> Super alliteration. Yeah, buddy. A frivolous fucking fact about fabulous <laughs> Phaleon. <laughs> Kimmy, can you come up with an F-related fact? She loves frying fish on Fridays. <laughs> on Fridays. <laughs> it's frankly fantastic. Mm, you're welcome. Push up my glasses. I'm so proud of that. I came up with it on the spot, you guys. It was really good. Yeah, I'm so fucking smart. That was brilliant, considering you couldn't think of an alliteration name like ten minutes ago. <laughs> hey, alliteration <laughs> is hard, okay? <laughs> Tarquin turd. Whoa. Turd Tarquin has a better flow, but whatever. Let's ignore that. Turd Quinn. No, but it's fine. Let's move on. <laughs> now I'm stuck on this. <laughs> Enough with the fecal funny. <laughs> alliteration bonus points you get one experience point which doesn't matter because we do milestone leveling that's right i'm writing it down anyway uh, <laughs> one xp i was gonna say no more poo puns oh <laughs> no oh these are some real shitty shenanigans <laughs>